I'm your host, Whitney Eckes, a serial entrepreneur and social media guru that has an infatuation with all things business related. On the show, we bring together brands, creators, and thought leaders to discuss the power of influence. Each episode is jam-packed with learnings, firsthand stories, and conversations from guests that truly have their finger on the pulse. Stay tuned as we dive into the stories and explore the impact they're making by getting under the influence. is a soul fire production. Hi everybody. Welcome back to the show. Um, <laughs> so my voice is already going a little bit because I've been doing a couple recordings on this topic and the last recording I did of this episode, it felt like I was really rambling. So I re-recorded it and wanted to get and nail these points down because I wanted it to be a really clear conversation. So this episode is all about women. It is all about Women's History Month. It is all about the lens of women that I personally see through. And it shares some stories about what I've personally gone through as a woman in business or as a woman in my personal life. So before we dive in, there's a couple main messages within this podcast. And I hope that you take with it what you want and you learn from it how you can. And if you're not a fan, no problem. But this is all from my own lens and my own perspective. And I wanted to share this because the other night I literally woke up at 2 a.m. and had all these incredible thoughts about women and what it means to be a woman and basically our role in society and how it's really been dictated for us. So with that, Let's go ahead and dive right on into this pool of is Whitney a feminist or not? And does she support women the right way or not? I say that jokingly, but honestly, there's this is such a topic of conversation and I just don't want to be silent on it any longer. And I really want to speak to the way that I view women and how I've been treated as a woman in society and how I think it's time to break those fucking stereotypes because they fucking suck. So let's start with the beginning. As a little girl, I was raised by a amazing single father. He really inspired me to go after my dreams and to really do whatever I wanted to do. My dad never placed any sort of gender stereotype upon me. And as I say that, my childhood looked a lot like being in the garage with him, working on cars, drag racing, going to the desert. I never really did typical sports. I started doing cheerleading when I was in high school, but there was nothing that really, really started to mold me as like a woman that really started in my childhood. Now I had a lot of step, step parents on both sides and I had step parents with children. I had step parents without children. And with that came a lot of very strong male and female roles in my life but also a lot of really shitty male and female roles. Um, And so with that, I clung really tightly to my dad. My dad was just always my favorite person on this planet. And because of that, I naturally felt 
really close to kind of the male sex. Like I felt like I could trust men. I felt like I could talk to men. Always had really strong like male friendships, like in, you know, high school and college and kind of moving outside of that. And I really didn't start bettering my relationship with females until I was a lot older. And that was because there was a lot of female roles within my life that were really shitty. And there were a lot of women in my life that really, really hurt me deeply. And so having this single father, I really clung tight to him. With that, I also have to shout out that there are the strongest, most awesome women in in my family now. My two grandmas are these powerhouse women. Um, They both have provided so much for their families and have been just the bedrock of both sides of my family. And I take so much inspiration and influence from both of them. So there are, and same with my aunts and a lot of other women in my families, but I, there are such strong women that I too had really awesome role models that kind of helped bring me back to my center when things kind of went away. So I wasn't really raised in a household where like I was pressured into quote unquote being girly or pressured into being like a lady or like I didn't really have, I really didn't have anything that, that made me feel like I was one, like one very specific gender or I had to follow in these gender roles. And my dad was always so keen to make sure that I did what, you know, to follow my heart and to do what I felt passionate about and to be myself. And he really created and cultivated this environment for me where I could be anything I wanted to be, which a lot of times goes a lot into my entrepreneurial story. When I first started my agency, I was so naive and just thought I could do it. Like it, there was this, some call it naivete or naivety or lack of awareness, whatever you want to call it. But I jumped in because there was this inner confidence that I had within myself that I knew and I believed that I could do it. And that all stems from my dad and just the way that he raised me. So my take on women and women roles and gender roles and how women are viewed in society really didn't start. I really didn't start becoming aware of them until I was in my corporate job, which was right out of college. And I started realizing that there were conversations had with me that felt kind of uncomfortable and felt almost like they really didn't understand who I was. And jokingly, like, there's kind of this, I kind of have this with my friends and with those that are very truly close to me. I have like a very, um, I don't know. I don't know how to say this without sounding like a dick, but like I have, I have this like confidence within me that sometimes comes off as like a cockiness. And again, I've been through so much in the last two years within my own mental health and my own personal journey that it doesn't come out as much, but like there are moments in time where sometimes I can be very confident or very like out forth or outright with what I want to do in my life or what I say. And it comes off as cockiness. And so that's been a whole self-awareness thing that I've had to walk through in and of myself. But I've realized that that's a part of who I am and my personality, because that's the way that my dad has truly raised me was that, you know, he raised this person to have a lot of self-assurance and to realize that, you know, if I want to do something, it's on me. It's on me to make it happen. 
And so there's always a little bit of a, this disconnect. And again, with, with my friend group, it, it always kind of comes off. Like I'm just kind of like a cocky dick, but, <laughs> but that's where that really stems from. So going back to this corporate job, I think that there were a lot of moments where my eyes were open to me feeling like I wasn't heard. I wasn't seen when I would bring ideas to the table, they were always kind of dismissed. And immediately I was like, okay, so this just means I'm not good at my job. Like I'm just not smart enough. I'm not skilled enough. And I didn't really take it personally. I didn't really take it as like, oh, it's because I'm a woman and I'm sitting around eight other men, you know, with white collars on. But it was more or less of like, okay, this is just me or this is something, you know, I need to learn more at. So moving forward, this whole kind of awareness of like these conversations of, you know, what do you, what do you want to do with your life, Whitney? Oh, I want to go have a business. So really what you should settle down. Or, you know, hey, I would love to see if I'm eligible for like this kind of salary or eligible for this role. Oh, not quite yet. Like we're really looking at this role for so-and-so. There were these conversations that I started becoming super aware to. And I started kind of like putting it together that, okay, like I am, I must just be like the most inexperienced one here. or I must just be, you know, not senior enough or I must not have this it factor that I'm missing. And that really started this like take on, you know, what does it mean to be a woman? And what does it mean for these gender roles that are casually just thrusted upon us? So with these conversations, I also started realizing like at this corporate job, like a lot of the conversations were always paired back to like, what was I doing that weekend? You know, what guy was I dating? What was I planning on doing? Or when did I want to get married? Or what was like, what was the new cool trendy thing? Like, (laughs) I remember this one instance, because I was the only woman in marketing, they were like, Oh, we need to put you on trend setting because like women are good at that. Or like trend finding or trend seeking. And so there were there were these small little things I kind of started like, kind of like, Oh, that's weird. Like, why would he say that? Or like, Oh, that's interesting. And from that point, when I launched Ecus Marketing, I started also seeing a lot of these conversations coming to fruition with potential clients or clients that I was managing. And there was one conversation in particular that is a little bit confidential, but I do want to share because again, this is going to really set up this tone for this lens that I have. But I remember having this conversation, someone had sought me out, they were asking about a specific business and a specific basically having me consult. Let's just say that they wanted me to come consult and to come work on this specific project. And there was a conversation that ended with this whole sales tactic that was really gross um, and really disturbing. But looking back at it now, I'm able to understand that it was a sales approach um, and it was a negotiation approach. And it's something that if you have studied communication, if you've studied the art of fucking manipulation, anything like that, you'll realize that this was totally a tactic. So the whole meeting started with this dressing down of kind of like, why do you think you're up for the job? What can you bring us? Very like self-serving kind of thing. It was not, it was not a conversation to begin with about like having a partnership. And one of the biggest things that I've realized in the service-based industry is that 
there are very specific types of people in business. And the people that I enjoy working with are the people that I want to have partnerships and relationships with. And those are also the people that value those things when they go to work with someone. They value working in a relationship with them. They value their time and they value my time and they value their work and they value my work. And it's a very equal level playing field. Um, so immediately, like right out of the gate, my red flags start like going off because I'm like, okay, immediately this conversation is all about what can I be giving back to them and what am I going to be contributing? Which again, thousand percent, we're in the service-based industry. I have deliverables, but there should never be this, this heavy expectation of like, you don't deserve my business. What are you going to be bringing into my business? And also too, if you're fucking starting out in the service-based industry or you are starting out with an agency, hear me now, anyone that comes to you and speaks to you like that, immediately set your expectations and let them know that you're probably not open for this relationship because it's really not going to serve you. If it's not serving you and it's not serving your agency, why the fuck are you doing it? Sorry. There's my, there's that cockiness coming through again, but (laughs) that's the truth. And I guarantee it's going to set you up for a lot more success than failure. Get Super is an instant wellness beverage brand created by moi. So good. You won't believe it's instant. It's for those seeking convenient energy sans the jitters. That's right. We put good old fashioned broad spectrum hemp CBD into our organic Arabica instant coffee. It's probably Arabica, but I call it Arabica because it sounds more fun. Get super and our hemp extract contains all the naturally occurring cannabinoids and turpentines. We include about 20 milligrams of hemp per each stick pack to give you all the fun, calm energy, plus that true entourage effect. All the benefits without getting quote unquote high, as all of our products are non-psychoactive. Get Super has been featured in Forbes US Today and was named top startup to watch in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. Also, you guys, Get Super has helped me with my anxiety. It helps me sleep better at night. I've mentioned to you guys my whole mental health journey. And honestly, this company was a just passion and project of love because of what I've gone through and what I've walked through with my own depression and anxiety. I hope that it will help you the same exact way it has helped me. So go ahead and get your 15% off by using the code under the influence 15 at checkout. That's right. Under the influence 15 at checkout. So immediately this, these red flags start popping off and I'm kind of getting like asked all these questions. Then the next part comes with getting dressed down, which means when I say that, like they essentially just started attacking things about me. And I don't like using the word attack because when I think of someone attacking me, I think of someone verbally abusing me. I think of a verbal dialogue that is hurtful and upsetting. Um, and some of the things they did say were not my most favorite thing to hear. And did it make me upset? Sure. Did I think that they attacked me? No, I think that they wanted, they were trying to manipulate the shit out of me. So they started saying all these things kind of about me and about how maybe I'm not the best person to work with because of X, Y, and Z. And a lot of this was more in the professional sense, like, kind of evaluating the way I had handled situations and other work things. Meanwhile, I want you guys to keep in mind 
this whole meeting was set because they had reached out to me for my help. They had reached out to me for my services. So I was kind of sitting there like, this is like a fucking interrogation, but like, cool, like, let's like move through this. So we're, we're kind of walking through it. And I decided that I'm going to take back my own power at this point, because quite honestly, if we're already having these kind of conversations, this relationship probably isn't going to work. After that, there was some more words said to me that essentially were in the context of, I am not really worth anything special. I think that I have this high view of myself and it's completely in, in incorrect. All of these like random things. And I remember just kind of sitting there and looking at this person and feeling like this is really such an interesting conversation because the work that I have done has brought so much success for the people that they surrounded themselves with. And they had known that. And the work that I had contributed had nothing to do with my character, but more, if anything, my professional life and my professional career and my professional skill set. So the meeting kind of comes to an end. And all of a sudden, this the person that's leading the meeting turns on a dime and starts complimenting me and starts telling me not just compliments on my work ethic, but that I also look good. I look really good right now, like appearance wise. And I left the meeting and I felt completely disgusted. And I realized in that whole scenario that like I had not only felt completely and totally disrespected, but I had just felt like completely manipulated kind of put up in an unfair situation where there was really no way I could have won that, that entire process. And that's fine. Like I don't always need to win, but when you're put into an unfair scenario and then told that your appearance is nice or that you look good and you're spoken to in that manner as a woman, something inside me just clicked. And something inside me just really just kind of got set on fire because I, this is the part of the conversation that I want to be super careful with. And I want to be very sensitive to, because there are a lot of amazing men out there, but there are also a lot of men that hold this old stereotype that needs to be fucking broken. And that this, this whatever this is, this theme, this story, this narrative of women needs to be broken. And I'm about to fucking break it. Women should not be spoken to and should not be put through a course of manipulation because there is this stereotype that we are such a different gender than a male. And one of the conversations that I had with Spencer after this whole thing went down was that I'm, I'm still a human being. Every man on this planet is a human being. Every woman on this planet is a human being. We are all the same. And for someone to treat another human being that way and to hold such discrimination 
against women and to treat them as if we are any different. Like I to go through a whole strategic approach to asking me to come work for you and asking me to come help you. It was so not a fucking okay. And I've from that moment into this whole month, I have become so aware of these conversations and of these situations that are happening with women. And I want to share about them because as a woman, we also have to empower ourselves and educate ourselves on how to break this down and on how to reset the conversation. The other day, and I really want to make sure I'm not ranting, but the conversations that I've heard throughout this month have been so appalling to me. I've heard things said from men to women as in like, be nice. Or I've heard things like, why is women's history month even important? You know, why are we even to celebrate it? And the lack of like the lack of knowledge and education around the historical movements and just fucking leaps and bounds that women have made for themselves from voting to just equal rights to whatever it is has been absolutely insane. And granted, I know there are such bigger things happening in this world right now that deserve so much more attention, but not actually, I don't. I know that they all deserve the equal amount of attention, but for this work particularly, this is coming through my lens and it is so close to home for me because I fucking live it every single day. And now that I'm also living it, I'm also seeing these side effects of who I live it with. Like the women that are in my life, my friends, my team, my family. And it has become so, it has literally set me on, like set me on fire because after this whole situation, it clicked for me. I started realizing like, what does Women's History Month mean? Like, why are women founders and women owners, like, or women business owners, like so important? And it's because we have to jump through so many fucking hoops just to get on the same level as a man. And I'm not talking about like necessarily the benefits of, you know, being a man within their job, but just the conversations. The more people that have told me and asked me why I'm not getting married and settling down this month has been astronomical. The more people that have told me that I should really reconsider what I'm doing in business and maybe take on something less stressful and think about having a family because because I'm fucking stressed out is absolutely ridiculous. There, these conversations too, I'm standing right next to such an awesome man and he's not having any of these conversations thrown at him or spoken to or, or being spoken to in that way. And it upsets me that we are in a culture right now where we have to fight so hard to not shrink ourselves and to not feel small. And there's nothing wrong with being a mom and there's nothing wrong with being a family. And I can't wait until I'm at that point in my life. But for someone to just blindly have this conversation without knowing who I am or asking me these questions because it's, it's, you know, part of culture and society for a woman, for a woman to man the household and to build a family life and to be the bedrock of the family has got to fucking go. Like, I have, again, my, the dynamic that I want in my future marriage one day. Yes. Do I want to be a stay at home mom? Fuck yeah. 
I can't wait to stay at home with my children one day and not have to lift a single finger or work or do anything of those natures. But do I want to live that life? Yes. Am I going to build that life for myself outside of my partner? Fuck yeah, I am. This narrative is still here and it's still around. And I think that just because we celebrate a month of women, that doesn't necessarily mean that these things aren't happening anymore. We have gotten so far. And the amount of women CEOs and women entrepreneurs that are out there right now is absolutely fucking fantastic. But if we are to sit around and continue to let these conversations be had and to continue to let ourselves be spoken to that way, we will never make a dent in this, in this structured norm that we live in. And with that, I want to challenge everyone. I want all of us listening, men, women, you know, non-binary, anyone. I want you guys to listen and to challenge yourself right now and to think about the conversations that you're having with other women and think about the conversations that you're having with men. Um, Are you shrinking yourself? Are you allowing yourself to be spoken to in that light? Are you setting the tone that it's okay to speak, to have people speak to you in that light? I know for sure that after this month, I'm realizing that I have created that sense of feeling that it's okay for people to treat me like that. And I've realized that this month that I've also created situations where it's okay to speak to other women in my presence that way. I'm not really one for drama and I'm not really one to you know, go pound my fist against the wall and yell and scream and say that things need change. But after this month, I've really realized on the conversations and the dialogue that we're all having with each other and how much these conversations really haven't changed all that much. As much as we want to post about them on social media, as much as we want to celebrate them during Women's History Month, Are we truly living a life where we feel empowered? Are we truly living out our conversations where we are holding ourselves in, you know, a manner of respect that whether or not we are male or female, you know, we demand to be treated a certain way. And a lot of that is on us. You know, the more and more that I do this self-worth, the more and more I go on the self-journey, I'm starting to realize that it's not about the people that are around me. It's about myself. And it's about the ways that I can change that reality. There are always going to be assholes. There are always going to be shitty people in business. There are always going to be people that are part of your family that fucking suck. But there are, there's always an ability to change everything with inside of you and to move through it and to challenge it and to change and to step into a new light. And if there's anything about this month that's important, it's for us as women in the company of other women to have these discussions and to feel a place of comfort in order to talk about these feelings. Because that's the other thing that I'm realizing. There's not a whole lot of openness in conversation. And, you know, again, looking at myself, I don't know if I've held a lot of space to have these conversations for others. And so I want to do that. And I want to challenge everyone listening to this episode right now. I want to challenge you to hold some space, 
to talk to your friends and to ask them these important questions. Ask them about scenarios where they felt, you know, they didn't feel empowered or they had conversations where people just assumed that they believed in the same cultural norms or belittled them into feeling like they should shrink themselves and what they're doing in their life. I know from observing this month that I really want to change that conversation and that I really want to empower women truly and hold space for them. Not just post about it, not just talk about it, not just be about it for the month, but to really encourage our younger generation and our daughters and even our grandparents to have these conversations. I can't wait to ask my grandmas about the first time a fucking man disrespected them in their place of business and how they fucking schooled their ass because I know they did. (laughs) Or maybe they didn't. But regardless, I can't wait to have those conversations with them. Or maybe even if it was a fucking other woman. That's the other thing too. I want to make sure that we're talking about this from a point where it's like, no gender is better than the other. They're, they're, we're all people. We're all human beings. So even if it was another woman that belittled you or did something to hurt you or assumed something that was not your way of your lifestyle or your way of your living, have those conversations. Talk about it and challenge each other to really understand you know, that we are living still in what kind of feels like a man's world. And we can work through that. There's nothing wrong with men. Men are fucking awesome. There are good people and there are not so great people and people that need to learn and grow and really do some fucking self-work. But actually, I think everyone does. But I I think that right now there there is definitely this theme that women are still to be held to some weird ass standard that really shouldn't even apply anymore. And I hope that we get to the day where women, men and women are, are treated as human beings and that we are, you know, acknowledged for our differences, but we're not held to some ridiculous standard or conversation or social norm because of our differences. And with that, you guys, this has been another episode of Under the Influence. Thank you guys so much for listening to these solo episodes. Um, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for this community. If you want to like and review, please do. You guys can follow my personal journey along at Whitney Eckes. You guys could also go to WhitneyEckes.com to view the different podcast episodes that we have. And yeah, please rate, review, subscribe, do all those fun things. Throw us a follow, let us know, and we'll see you next time. Bye.